This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Welcome to episode 126. I actually looked it up this I'm time. I'm glad you looked it up because <laughs> we've gotten in time. a really bad habit of being lazy. Yeah. So this is the Hooniverse Podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff. Just just one one word. Just Jeff. Yeah, I dropped the last name. How about just Hefe? I was getting sued. Um, that's the voice of Mr. Chris Hayes, my, my co-dooster. Uh, what's going on, buddy? Eh, same old, same old. Just got back from Vegas and regretting the fact that I have to go again in less than a week. Right, right. So Photos uh, look like fun. Oh, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? That might be a record for words spoken. He just Woo-hoo! spoke, folks. That was Harrison. Hello. Making noise. I, and people are clapping in the background because he actually said something. Yes. Congrats. Way to go. Uh, now shut the fuck up for the rest of the... Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, normally, you know, the way we used to do it is I would put together some new car news, some, some other shit, and we'd scroll through it. I'm just going with topics this time, because last time I wasn't prepared at all, but we managed to blather on. Linda Richmond, this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. But So I, I wrote down a few things we can talk about. Uh, first up, though, is uh, Acura NSX. Yeah. All the first drives came out today. Not such favorable words from people I trust. Up and down. is up and down. Uh, I think one of the, the, the best reviews I've read out there was Zach Bowman's. Yeah, Zach's was very confident. From Road and Track. And I tend to... I know Zach, and I trust oh, yeah. what he has to say for the most part. So absolutely, um, the the car is interesting. You know, mid-engined uh, hybrid electric supercar in quotes. Uh, I think the price is one fifty to one seventy zero to sixty in three seconds with launch control. Um, I forget what the fuck the top speed it's is, but fast. There's yeah, no almost six hundred I mean. horsepower. That's the 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 big takeaway was everybody said it's it's really fast, but some people said it wasn't loud enough. It didn't make the right noises. Some people said it understeered like crazy. None of this surprises me though, coming from Honda. Yeah. I mean, it's Honda is very good at it taming things down for better or worse. I mean, it seems like the the thing that stuck out to me was the fact that they got the torque fill. Managed properly between you know the turbo lag that you're inherently going to get on that motor and utilizing the electric power to, to even it out. I think that's cool that they kind of grabbed that McLaren you know trademark off the P1 and, and stuck it into a much less expensive car. Although that being a relative term because it's still an expensive car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it during testing. I was up in the canyons and caught them doing some I guess development runs, and it looked it looked quick, but I did not really hear much yeah, out of it. I bet. That's what, and so I, someone, I think Motor Trend though said it sounded awesome, and then somebody else was like, "No, it's very underwhelming." So, who knows? Gonna have to see it in person. Gonna have to hear it in person. You know, for longer than just canyon testing. Uh, Some people said it it just didn't have the curb appeal that they hoped for in person. So I I like. I I mean, I like the look of the car. Me too. I I think it's. I think it's a real good looking car. But I think it's now other things have stepped up and become so impressive. That maybe it, it, it's kind of sitting in the shadow of some other things that have that have come along in the last few years. Yeah. Whereas if it had actually shipped when they had initially thought right. it was going to, it would have been very impressive. Yeah, ditched all the hybrid shit because that's you know they went. It was originally going to be none of that, and they they probably saw it was coming. It was like ah oh, crap, we gotta we gotta 
scrap this and go but back the, to the drawing But the stories board. from the engineering team are starting to get out there now, and they're like, it was a fucking nightmare, you know? It was because Japan made an executive decision as, you know, and having dealt a lot with Japanese corporations over the last couple of years with, with clients of mine, you know, they tend to make unilateral decisions from Japan and then expect the U.S. division to snap too because Japan runs the world according to them. And the U.S. engineers get fucked. And that's apparently what happened here is the chassis and everything was largely done in the U.S., and then the drivetrain decisions were happening there. And, you know, first they went they went and chopped it down to a V6 off of the V10. And then they changed the engine direction from a, uh, you know, to a uh, longitudinal layout ultimately. Whereas, like, the chassis engineers and everything had set up cooling and everything for right. a transverse. So it was just, it seems like it was just a clusterfuck from top to bottom. And mm. they may have come out with a very compromised product as a result of it. That's That's sad to hear because... They they need this to be so good because of you know people remember the the original NSX and the the interesting thing about that car is it's actually not that fast like it's not that powerful no. but it is one of the most rewarding exciting cars to drive period right from the factory I think it's I think it's endemic of everything that is wrong with Acura right now in that it was a feature list that they checked off. And they didn't really cohesively make sure that everything came together really well. And that every Acura that's out now is a perfectly fine car, not necessarily exciting or at the top of the class, but it has all the boxes checked off, and that's all they really care about. And that seems like that's what happened here, because the really unfortunate thing is, you know, the NSX was famed for being so lightweight, and now it's amongst the heaviest cars in its class. Right. So. Yeah. and I mean, so, I don't know. I... I I can't fully judge a car, obviously, until you actually, you know you actually drive it. So you can take these, yeah. you read these reviews to get an idea of what people are thinking, and hopefully, when they do the wider launch of the car, you know, we can get some seat time and then see what this thing's all about. Because I want it to be really well, good. You know, it comes back to. I mean, we, we were just talking about this when we recorded TST a few minutes ago. Is everybody that panned the RCF, whereas I really like that car. It's not the the track weapon that other things are, but I mean, it's a fine car, which might be the case with this, and that. Yeah, it might not be the most accurate thing, but it may have qualities amongst itself that really make it a great car, just not, you know, picking it against every little competitor. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's almost, how about this? What if you slotted it next to the BMW i8 as the everyday supercar that you don't have range anxiety about because it's a hybrid electric, yeah. you know, similar... Similar, that, I don't want to say similar well, ideas, that but makes sense to classify it that way. Well, it's in that same that same kind of niche, and the old ones. I'll most of the people I see driving them aren't aren't car people. I've seen like little old ladies and just guys who want something that looks a little pretty. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of slotting in that niche, boring but looks exciting and is a little bit more interesting than. I don't know what else is. You're gonna get the. You're, it's it's the Japanese. We'll call it supercar for the guy that doesn't want the GTR. Yeah, but I, I V8 R8. What it sh- I was gonna say what it should do is is be the Japanese more hardcore. Not as you know, GTR is pretty hardcore, but it should have its sights set on the Audi R8, and then yeah, it, they sh- it should be benchmarked right there. Yeah. The, so, the, the R8, Urticon, you know, slash Urticon, 
more refined. Well, the Audi though still has that a little bit of civility to it. The Lamborghini's a Lamborghini, even though the Huracan's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean is yeah. that's those two cars together. They're kind of the 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 benchmark in that yeah. you know, and that they're not great and they're outstanding in anything, but all around they're pretty fucking good. Yeah. So all right, well we just gotta wait and see. But in that same world, you know, five seventy LT, everybody seems to love it, or the five seventy S rather. I kept, the second time I did it. Yeah, I have. What's the price tag on that? Is it about one eighty or is it like in the twos? One ninety. Yeah. I think they start at one seventy, but that's once again probably would wicker seats. You know, <laughs> that's a pretty damn good price for a McLaren that's supposed to be like just a slightly detuned but potentially more fun <laughs> version of the six fifty. Yeah, and you know some engine tuner is going to come along and be like, "Well, here's that other hundred horsepower." Right. Click. Boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But now you're going to die because you don't have the arrow and the tires and the tires. And the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when has that ever stopped anybody before? <laughs> right. 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 So. Moving beyond the NSX, because we could spend all night talking about that, and we will in a future date when we hopefully get some seat time, which I'm assuming we will. But uh, something else happened. Remember last time we were on the podcast, I said, oh, there's something I can't tell you about, and I'll tell you about later. Ah, yes. So uh, in the news, Alex Roy made a cross-country autonomous attempt at a record. And, I mean, they said it. Uh, him and with along with the owners of this Model S, uh, Carl Reese and Dina Mastracci, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. So the, all three of them set out. I the reason I couldn't tell you, I was one of their witnesses um, at the Portofino Hotel in Redondo Beach that signed off on their record attempt. So um, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty ballsy and and, and it just exciting. dawned on me that they they went to set a record for not driving across the country. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, a, the record to not drive across the country. I do that several times a year, and it costs me about four hundred dollars in eight hours. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I couldn't. I was talking with Alex before he left, and I was asking him, "Is this more scary or less scary than when you did it in your two thousand? When you did it in two thousand six in your M five? And he didn't know yet what it was going to be because if you think about with the M five. The speeds are going to be much higher, much faster, because the goal is just fastest time, period. Yeah. Um, but you're in control of the car the whole time. Well, that and the other big thing is with the M5 is that you refueling is a much faster experience. Yes. But, but, but with the Tesla, the added charging time gives you a minute to catch a breath, yeah. reflect, or grab a, a bite to eat. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. But the, the I think... Potentially, the Tesla, um, the the Tesla trip could potentially be as scary in different ways because you're letting this yeah. cyborg automobile run down the road, and they can they can drive that thing up to ninety ninety five miles an hour in autopilot. Well, that's fast. Yeah. So I mean, and it's it's Tesla's not calling it beta technology, but they're basically beta. No, testing. no, they they call it beta. <laughs> well, they, they try. They I've talked. They try to avoid it though in later language. Um, they're beta testing software on in real time on public roads. That's the amazing thing to me is that somehow they've. I don't know whether they even bothered to try and get legal clearance on it because right? everybody else had to jump through hoops to get that sort of testing permit. And I, I, I'm wondering if if Elon Musk just pulled. I mean. The startup world is famous for just being like, fuck it, we'll do it. And if we get slapped with a lawsuit, we get slapped with a lawsuit. Well, I mean, there are there are big disclaimers. You have to, like, if you're going to use this, you have to, you know, do this, this, and this. There's supposed to be systems. It's not even, yeah, it's stuff like that. It, um, but just to download it and accept that 
you were going to use it when you got the update. You had to like click a disclaimer or something like that, I believe. But there's already companies that have this before Tesla even offered it to oh, them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mercedes had a, right. a much more limited version of it a couple of years ago. The Mercedes one in the current S-Class isn't that limited. I mean, it's pretty fucking great. You just have to make sure you check in with the wheels, and it's going to be just highway driving, whereas the Tesla one could kind of navigate you through a city, apparently. Yeah. Um, so the only thing, I don't think the Tesla one follows GPS. Like, I think it just knows you're on this road. And yeah, it's using computer like it, vision. It's not yeah. using. It's not using. I don't believe it's using GPS. No, because like if you're in a major city and you plot a course, it's not going to like take a left at the next light for you. Yeah, it's not. GPS is accurate, but it's not that accurate. Right, right. So, th- th- it's a whole brave new world adventure that they they set out on. I think it's a pretty ballsy record, yeah. attempt, even though the speeds aren't as fast as the BMW. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting what's happening because, I mean, you've got them doing that. You've got Google in that space. And, you know, uh, early podcast got guest John Kraftcheck taking that over at Google. Yep. Uh, Audi's in that then, space. Mercedes is in that but space. But the most interesting one, is, and the people have been throwing the most money at it lately, is Apple. Apple is throwing a shit ton yeah, of cash out. They are. They just, uh, the news that came out today was, you know, uh, they they hired the chief artificial intelligence science, uh, scientist from NVIDIA, which... Everybody that plays games seen that brand everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And that's not a cheap guy to get in there. I mean, that's like a chief scientist that's at a multi-billion-dollar well, company. And he's one of twenty hires in the last two years, right. That have been insane, right? And it's they're throwing so much money at it. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Right now, the thing I I think what Apple wants to create will be the um, the urban people mover. Oh, they're going to create of twenty. They're going to create the people pod. Yeah, that's what they're going to create. Yeah. They're not going to create the the cool sports car. You know, no, they're going to create the car that right. the average person that wants that buys a Camry and basically wants the toaster vehicles will get. Yeah, and they'll probably you know have a licensing deal with Uber, so you don't even need to own it. You can call it up and have it at your front door. They will not. You don't Uber think so? Is, Uber is competing with the, with them. Uber has their own uh, their own self driving scientists. They've got their. They're, Uber wants to be in direct competition with these guys. Um, well, that seems foolish to me because, I mean, Uber has a lot of money now, but Apple has all the money. Uber has <laughs> an obscene amount of money, and they have to. When you take on venture capital to that extent, you are then expected to find ways to spend it ridiculously. Yeah, because you're not making any money back yet. Is right, it, Uber's not making any money, right? They're just no. I mean, they're making money, but I mean, they've taken on such crazy investment that they have to just start throwing weird experiments out there and acquire <laughs> and acquire. I mean, you're going to see like you'll probably see like a school bus that's automated and drives nothing but goldfish around a fucking block just because they have they have mandates right. to burn cash now. Yeah, we need to we need to blow through 350 million. So there's the school bus. Uh, but so I. I when I was talking to Alex and Carl and Dina before they left, we had dinner, and they had these these interesting thoughts that the speed, the cross country speed record, can only inch down by so much. I mean, you know, like yeah. there's it, that record if it gets beaten, not you know Ed Boolean has the record now, uh, it, or Bullion, however you pronounce his last name. Bullion's an if no, you know, an if then else statement. So, but yeah. but if whatever his time was, and I forget what it was, 
to beat his time, you're going to beat it by like a minute, and the next guy will beat it by like thirty seconds, and the next guy will beat it by like it's just barely going to inch. Yeah. With the with the they were saying with the aut- autonomous or even the EV record in general, the battery t- technology is going to get better, so they can go longer between charges, and that record is going to is going to get crazier. Oh yeah, now. we'll probably have six seven hundred mile charges inside of the next ten years. Right. Yeah. I mean, battery density. It, and uh, all this stuff, and the, as the autonomous systems get better, so not only will the records get faster, the trips will get safer, which is also yeah. kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, well, I mean, every facet of that technology in electric vehicles and automated vehicles is going to the, the pace because you get these tech companies with much bigger funds and frankly much smarter people mm-hmm. developing them. The the pace is going to go way past what the regular automotive industry right. is used to. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It I mean, is. look at look at Tesla and how how quickly and how frequently they're cranking out new features. It's like you can't go more than three months without seeing, oh, they released this new thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, go back to the history of the automobile when it was the uh, the Benz, uh, what is it, the patent wagon or that, the, whatever that. The, the first electric car. Yeah. Or yeah. just the first car, period. Yeah. When we went from horse carriage to cars, how quickly we went to, like, pre-war race cars. And all of a sudden, shit was amazing. You know, yeah. like, yeah. we went quick. Now – Apply that to electric cars, but you have to view it on the timeline of computers. Really, it's new and exciting, and computers move a lot quicker. So it's it's going to be nuts. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is the tech industry is very familiar with. I've spent a lot of time working it. It's going to get nuts. It's going to get really nuts because there's a lot more money to play with. Which is a perfect time to segue into news about my 1965 Ford pickup truck. Yes, (laughs) which is the most analog thing. Well, now you have you have your new headlights. I do have my new headlights, um, but so the truck. The reason I bring the truck up is there's there's news. Dropped it off with our good friend Rick Radcliffe. Shot photos uh-huh. look neat. They were having yeah, fun with it. They are having fun with it. All the kids are using the hashtag, which is like the f- an actual appropriate use of a hashtag, which is nice yeah. to see. But um, they broke it. They broke my truck. <laughs> <laughs> was, I thought uh, I saw something uh, broken on. Yeah, they, they broke did. my truck. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in for a number of of things to get done that I can't do on my own, but I'm going to go in and help when I can. Um, one of the major things for me, now that the cooling issue is, is pretty much sorted, uh, I, I need to get that vibration in the drive shaft out of there because it's annoying as fuck. Yeah. From 30 yeah. to 40, the truck shakes, things rattle, and, it just, and then it's, it's past 40, it's smooth as can be. So I sent it in. We're going to do uh, the new, a new carrier bearing because it's a two-piece drive shaft. And new U joints while we're in there, and then it will, you know we'll balance it all too. Yeah, did I see? Uh, did I see all those parts broken? Well, what the, the slip yoke for the drive shaft mm-hmm. they broke. Oops, that's the the side of the drive shaft that comes from the transmission mm-hmm. into towards the rear axle. So they broke right. that, which sucks. Um, but we already found a replacement. There's right. a shop near Rick that actually does drive shaft stuff, so he's going to farm out some of the drive shaft work to them to get that done. Um, but you know what? If it broke with them just working on it, it's probably better than having, having had it break at a, le- a far less opportune time. Yeah, but it, it might not have broke. Like they, he said he turned away for five minutes to help someone else, and then they just fucking broke it. Oh. Because <laughs> they're kids. Which, well, you know, you can't, I bring my truck there knowing that things could go wrong, which actually makes for a funnier story. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't get upset about it. The well, lab- it it's child labor, so it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the price is right. Uh, but well, they, just, they just made it a little more expensive parts, for me on the parts. Parts of that truck are cheap anyway. Yes. So, but so I bought well. something for it that's not as cheap. Though I got a really good deal, and we're going to plug them because thanks for the deal. Uh, front disc brakes. Ah, yeah. yes, coming. Master Power Same. brakes makes kits 
for tons of vehicles. They make a specific kit for the 60, like every year of F100, they they nail, even though they're probably mostly the same, but the 65 F100, front disc brakes cool. on the way. Nice. And I, and, I, and I balled out, and I added the stainless, uh, the steel brake lines mm-hmm. and the Hawk performance pads so I can really haul this thing down. <laughs> Congratulations. Because you're going to need that really solid oh, yeah. brake feel. And- Either way, though, it's it's going, it's it, the kit upgrades you from the, you know, the single uh, brake <laughs> reservoir mm-hmm. uh, to a dual Okay. Cil- or, um, okay. Cylinder system, but just going to front discs. I, they're not even. We're not even going to power brakes. We're just upgrading them to discs. They're still yeah. manual. It's still going to be fucking great. It's, it's so much better. <laughs> going to be a massive. It's going to be amazing upgrade. Um, while the while it's in there, they're going to fab up some um, brackets for, for your the radiator. radiator. Yeah. Real quick and easy, which is smart because really little, <laughs> just a little bit. It's going to be like metal. two tabs yeah, welded in. Yeah. No big deal. Um, which is. It's going to be nice, though. They found the wiring issue. Oh. It was related to the dome light. What? Kill me. Stab me in the face. That's, I, didn't, I don't That's, even think I have a dome light that works in the truck. So it's well, something. There's your right. issue right there. I know. <laughs> so whatever. That's going to be great that that's done. Because we were about to wire up a uh, Harbor, Harbor so, Freight kill switch. So it was just. <laughs> yeah, I saw that recommendation online. <laughs> well, I'm it like, wasn't no, bad. Just fix it. It wasn't bad. Great anti-theft device. Uh, <laughs> I, I I was at Harbor Freight a couple months ago and I looked at it and they were like six dollars. I'm like, should I buy one for Jeff? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. The problem should just be fixed. No, no, that's the other thing. The problem should just be fixed. So we're do, we're doing that. Uh, so let's see. Um, let me. I'm just trying to reiterate. So we got uh, the drive shaft is going to be fully fixed. Like this shop's going to actually do. Uh, and the U joints we bought because they didn't have the ones we want. Rick went with this other brand called mm-hmm. Precision. But I wanted Spicer mm-hmm. U-joints. And the, the other company we took, they're like, don't use those precision U-joints. They're like, we have Spicer in stock. And I was like, yeah, see, Rick, I told you, Spicer. <laughs> so they're going to do that. They're going to balance it. They already mounted the carrier bank. Rick and his kids did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw that going in. Um, so we're doing the brakes. They're fixing the wiring. We're doing the radiator. Trying to, oh, they're going to, like, degrease the engine, you know, give it a little steam bath. What uh, what else? There's a, there might have been a few more things they're going to try to do for me. Oh, shit. I forgot I wanted to tell them to do the horn. But that's minor. Yeah. I just really want a horn. Because <laughs> one of the times I was driving, the last time I drove a hoon truck here, on the way home, I almost got hit three times by the same drunk driver on the highway. You, you and I don't have a horn. You don't realize how much you need a horn until you don't have oh, it. What happened in the Civic? I didn't have a horn. And I had Rick wire up a button so I could hit, use my fucking I, horn. Yeah, because I had the horn die on my, on my element. Uh, and not for anything that you'd think of. It was the body got so corroded from sitting by the ocean, it would no longer make a proper ground from the that's uh, from the horn. That is, wow, that's really. And this is a part of the body that's not even exposed. So <laughs> that's that's looking yeah, at the wow. ocean. I'm just I'm trying to pull I've, it up I've here experienced that. to that see. Is, that is miserable. Because <laughs> I have a list of whatever. So okay, so you're gonna get that, and then the car, and then it's going to Clarion after that. Uh, that's the plan. Yeah, uh, I have to. Um, I have to f- find out when the parts are coming in for that. Oh, uh, we're also going to get the, the roll pan installed so that I can uh, put my plate where it's supposed to go, which will be good. Um, front to, oh, they're going to do the kingpin bushings. Cool. Um, oh, they got to remove the old trailer hitch, which would block the roll pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to change the diff fluid and it. everything? Uh, I would assume so, but I will follow it up. Should, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Lots of good upgrades come into Hoon Truck's way. So. Cool. Yeah, change tra- transmission fluid, diff fluid, everything while it's right, there. Right, 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 right. And then well. when it gets back, I'm going to do plugs and wires because I've I've bought them like 
two, three months ago. That's maybe funny. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you bought the super expensive yeah. ones. Super expensive <laughs> ones, like a total yeah. jackass. Um, but whatever. It's just going gonna, gonna to burn so clean um, until the number eight cylinder fouls it all up again. So, yeah, that's where Hoon Truck's on a very good path right now, even though it was temporarily broken. What was wrong with it? What's wrong with number eight? That cylinder is a little low. On compression? Yeah, but we know that. Oh, okay. But it's in a range where we can still drive it, and it's all bottom end. And so we're just going to wait till it gets worse and then maybe swap in a new engine. <laughs> because I've heard a top fixing the top end is easy. I've heard mm-hmm. fixing the bottom end is just a nightmare because it's so minutia pieces. And if you, if you, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's a cylinder head, if it's like a it's it's a valve that's not sealing, or if it's a gasket yeah. not sealing, right? Easy to fix, right? If it's the if it's the uh, piston ring, that gets to be a bit more of a bugger. At right. which point you may as well pull the motor and just bore it a little bit and rebuild it. Or swap in something new. <laughs> or swap in something new. Oh, Either way, we're just going to drive yeah. it for a while as is. Yeah. Because it's not... It's every, All the other cylinders have good compression. This one's just a little lower than it should be. So, fuck it. It's going to foul some plugs over time. It's going to throw some oil out. Whatevs, brah. Um, but moving away from the Hoon truck to something modern, I've been right. spending the week with the Mazda CX-3. Cool. And that is... That's their little crossover. Hevis is on little. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it, I can barely fit the baby seat in the back. I have to move my seat up. Is that <laughs> built on the Mazda 2 platform? I don't know what. I'm going to look it up because I want to know. Also known as the Fiesta platform. That's a good question because I wouldn't be surprised uh, about what platform. I'm talking slow so I can type and find this. Um, let's see what platform it is it on. Platform, platform, platform. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Sorry, everybody. Bear with me for a second. Uh, CX-3, what platform are you on? Everybody listening is like, it's on this platform, you fucking idiot. Uh, Come on. Where are you at? Where are you at? Um, Very similar to... Shit. Oh, it shares a platform with the Mazda 2. That's how little it is. Is that the Fiesta? That is Fiesta. Okay. So that makes sense because the car, it's fucking great. Yeah. The the CX-3 is awesome. Cool. very few companies do electronic power steering, electronically assisted power steering right. Some mm-hmm. of them are getting it, and others are getting better at it. I, I've heard, I haven't driven it, but I heard Porsche does it very well. Porsche is good. Ford does a decent job. I like it in the Fiesta. Yeah, that's good. Which Mine's is, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it it's gets funny. overwhelmed. Your most car of them is are fully electric, and that's the one part they didn't get right. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, mo- I mean, most of the time it's rubbery, it's, it's artificial. I just don't like it. Um, they, it's great in the CX-3. I had to cool. look to make sure. I thought it was like, oh, do they stay hydraulic with this? No, it's electric, and it's very nicely done. Um, the, yeah, the car's small, but you know you're buying a small car. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. It has this really, really great good. integrated chin spoiler. The headlights look great. The daytime running lights look good. The profile is excellent. What's in it for the motor? Uh, it is a oh, fuck. I forget the size. I want to say it might be the two liter Skyactiv motor. It might be smaller. Okay, but it makes 146 horsepower, okay. 146 oh, yeah. torque. Does it obviously sounds like not a lot at all. Right. Totally gets out of its own way. Well, plenty if fine. it's if it's that much, if it's that closely related to Fiesta, it's probably under 3,000 pounds on. I, I see. I ha- I forgot to look that up when I shot my video, so I just said it's it's got to be light. You know, when you throw what when you don't know the uh, yeah yeah what it is. I'm gonna look that up too because I have my fucking computer right here. Um, but either way, 
caning it. It says uh, 2800 to 2809 to 2952, probably so depending on like, front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. So it's like 100, 150 pounds heavier than the That 2800 pounds, that is awesome. No wonder it was so much fun to drive. So Amazing. caning it on the Hooniverse Highway, Hooning Grounds, Ortega Highway, mm-hmm. the, the offshoot, so we're not on the crowded section. Um, and... It's you're just ripping through these cor- tons of body roll, which you would expect because <laughs> it's a crossover. And actually, right. the Miata, like it's it's like a lifted Miata, which I want to say, fun. but it isn't because the Miata body rolls like crazy too. So it's the same thing. You just know it's going to roll, and you hold onto it, and you roll through it, but you expect it because you're in a crossover. I was going fast on that road, slow car fast. Fun. That principle killing it the transmission it's a six-speed automatic with paddles in sport mode it holds gears appropriately and will downshift into corners the brakes you know there's plenty of brakes because it's a light enough car mm-hmm. uh it, it's awesome the one i have out there is fully loaded grand touring so it has tons of shit you don't need and it's twenty-eight thousand. wow so yeah. there's stuff i would not get in that car like i don't need a heads-up display that it's not even that great <laughs> of a heads-up display no it has uh, radar cruise control that's ha- really that's nice fun. to have, though. It is, but I, I hate cruise. I never use cruise control. Uh, it has lane departure warning, which you don't need in that thing. Yeah. Uh, it has- no, because it's only half a lane wide. Right. Um, so there's, if the, I would option it less, like lower. I would lower it, even though the se- I hope you can get the seats in a slightly lower trim because the seats are fantastic. Um, the the soft touch, the really nice materials in the cabin, they really just like crushed yeah. it with this car. It's awesome. Not a gripe. And I, I know the take rate would be super low. You can get the CX-5, the bigger version, with a manual gearbox. Yep. You, can get, you can't get the CX-3. You can't get the CX-3, the smaller one, the, the super awesome, fun one. You can only get it with the automatic. I'm sure, I think in Japan, yeah. you can get it with a manual gearbox. Well, of course, because in Japan, people probably actually drive manuals. They're being realistic with the U.S. market. That's, I mean, we kind of had, of we course. talked about this a little bit beforehand. U.S. market does not buy manual transmissions. It's a shame because I feel like you could even extract more out of that car. And it's already, it's already fun with the, the six-speed automatic. And I was getting, after a day of, of beating the shit out of it, I think I wound up with 28 miles per gallon. Wow. Granted, highway yeah. to and from our shooting location, still. Cool. Caning the car fucking caning <laughs> and if it was driven by a normal person probably 36 or 38 oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, it, i had to work and th- you know what this reminds me of, of something i remember from the mazda 2 which is still i love that car um this is before the ford fiesta you know when the yeah. mazda 2 was first here mm-hmm. i had to work hard to make the tires squeal way harder than i sh- thought i should have right and this the cx3 only has 215 series tires i had to work <laughs> just like that car i had to work hard to make the tires make noise mm-hmm. that's a great fucking sign that means there's there's more even more grip there. So if you're a a cycle, Jason Connor shooting with me, you know his camera cars, the Focus as the Mountain Focus ST. Um, he was laughing in his, he said a couple times seeing the body roll in his rear view as I'm coming around a corner, but <laughs> it didn't feel it didn't feel as bad as it probably looked. The yeah. car was the car is awesome. I can't praise it enough. I don't usually when I review a vehicle. I never give a buy recommendation. It's just not something I do, even if I think people should buy it. Yeah. I actually thought this is one of the first cars where I ever said this in the video. Like, if you're in the market, buy this fucking thing. It's that good. So basically, if you're in the same situation you are and that you've got a young family. No, because I wouldn't put a baby. It's too tight with a baby seat. Is it? So young family, no kid? Absolutely. Or maybe young family, and- small kids that aren't in baby. Wait, no. Child seats are a thing until they're like fucking yeah, 12 now, yeah. right? No. That's so goddamn dumb. Young family, no kids, or empty nester. That's okay. what I would do. 
Okay. Uh, or college kid. College kid. Oh, perfect. For, for a first car, perfect first car for you. If you buy your kid a brand new car. Yeah. Which I probably If would they're not do. buying a Fiesta. If they're... If, they're if, not you don't have in, if you don't have interest in a Fiesta, then maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you live in, say, you live in these. I I didn't drive the all wheel drive one, so I don't know. It seems like it's not a, a great weight penalty. You're still under three thousand. I bet you it subtracts a lot from the driving experience of that car, it though. It might, unless I mean, I don't know how sporty biased the all wheel drive system is. Given the price range of that car, I'm betting it's a fairly big sacrifice. But it's still you, Mazda, though. If you are yeah. in a place where you know you need a little small all-wheel drive car, then that's still not. I mean, that's not a bad. And normally with Mazda, you're settling for the driver's car while giving up some interior nicety. Mm-hmm. Not on this at all. Cool. So it, it, the interior is nicer than the CX-5. I imagine the CX-5 interior will follow suit now on the CX-5. Well, Mazda has a lot to prove these days because they're independent for the first time in a long, fully independent for the first right. time in a long time. And from what I gather, not exactly like burning up the sales charts. Well, I don't know. No. Doing, doing okay, but well, not. Well, no one thinks of them. They don't. That's the problem. Well, what I'm hoping is they make commercials that can. Tr- they, what they should do right now is try to make a grab for the lower end Volkswagen customer. The ones who feel deceived by the brand. Who still. Because Volkswagen, yeah. for a long time, had people who were almost quirky niche customers who didn't want, you know, the Ford, the Chevy. Well, if you the remember Chrysler. the old VW commercials, like from the mid nineties, da da, da yeah, 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 you know those, yeah. those era that when they that were was fun, or when they were doing the the, the Harlequin cars, right? You know, yeah. they were very offbeat and weird, or or the the. The cherry, you know, the cherry from when we were a kid, the Jetta Trek. Yeah, because yeah. it came because you bought a nineteen thousand dollar car and it came with a three hundred dollar mountain bike or skis, the K two one. Yeah, the um, so they should go after that crowd because Volkswagens became premium vehicles. They became yeah. baby Audis. No, like except for the shitty Jetta that everybody hated that we got. Uh, like like if you got into a, a fully loaded Passat, that thing was that thing's was nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jetta Turbo Hybrid is a great, you know, fun sporty hybrid. The the Golf Sport Wagon, loved it. Even the diesel one. You know, emissions be damned. <laughs> their, their diesel <laughs> engines are great when they're not spewing carcinogens into the air. So the uh, if if Mazda can try to go after that crowd with these now better interiors and a great driving experience and very well priced, you know, because um, the car the car starts just under twenty. So the one yeah. I drove fully loaded yeah. twenty eight. So if yeah. you go somewhere like twenty three to twenty six, somewhere in that range, bang. I just car. I really wish that Mazda would come out with. People are going to shoot me for saying this. A proper sports car. The Miata is too. The Miata is a good car. The, Mia- the Miata is a is a is a good sports. It's car. a good sports car, it's but good it's sports way car. too slow for my taste. You know, if they had something in the three or four hundred horsepower realm, that would be a lot more but interesting that's, to me. That's, that's, that's never been their thing. Well, I mean, the the once again the 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 RX is kicking around. Again, where it's actually looking like they may be getting ready to put something together. Yeah, it does. They 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 were teasing. They're showing something. Every, all the journalists uh, are in um, Tokyo for the motor show. Yeah. There's supposed to be some kind of sport coupe that's going to be shown hmm. that they were teasing. I think Yamaha is showing a car too. Um, that that to me is very interesting because Yamaha has been the secret sauce behind a lot of cars that people love. 
you know, whether it's the, you know, SHO. the SHO or the LFA motor or yeah. a lot of different stuff. Yamaha does not fuck around. Yeah. I would love to see what they would do with they the sports car. They make some jamming keyboards. They um, do. So, yeah. Um, CX3. Can't say enough good things about it. Now, um, I, I actually put it out there uh, and remember to do some Facebook questions tonight. Uh, um, book face. So let's see. Uh, let me just refresh this page to see if there's there's not a lot of questions tonight. So don't worry. Um, here we go. All right. Uh, oh no, I didn't study. Let me see. Oh wait. No, you don't have to. Okay. First question from Ashley Brian or Brianne. Will you make another how-to video with Tim Modell? So we have a Tim fan. Tim's co-owner of Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, yeah. He, he's got a shitload of project cars right now. He's prepping his uh, Ranchero for lemons which I wish I could get up there to race in December, but I just don't see it happening. He's towing his Ranchero with his 69 Wagoneer, so it's a fucking <laughs> awesome-looking setup. His daily mm-hmm. driver is a 64 Falcon, so there's always something to work on. Um, so, yes, if I can make the trip up there, we will make another how-to video. Absolutely. Uh, Andrew Cathcart asks, first com- – I don't know if it was like a first thing. All right. All right, first comment. Asked about the uh, this is timely. Asked about the CX3 a few weeks ago. Family bought one and it is a great little CUV. But on to the question. Sticking with Mazda, what is your opinion on the rebumpered Scion IA? Is there a place for cars like these anymore? Uh and he says um it's based on the Mazda 3. Clearly the Mazda 3 is a better car. But it's not based on the Mazda 3. It's based on the Mazda 2. And everything I've read about the Scion IA says it's fucking great. And the Mazda 2 is based on the Fiesta. So right. it's another Fiesta variant. <laughs> so everything I've read on the Scion IA is that is the most unscion car ever. It, it's a Mazda 2 that looks better. Scion, I guess, did a really good job on the on the exterior design, and it's and it drives like a Mazda 2. Cool. Okay. So Scion IA is supposed to be yeah. awesome. Uh, even though the Mazda 3 is good, but the Scion A is based on the Mazda 2. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Isn't there a new Japan-only Mazda 2 that... Yeah, like we don't get the Mazda 2 anymore. Oh, oh really? yeah. No, they, we don't get because they it didn't, didn't sell, sell shit. They were, cars awesome. They didn't sell them. That was uh, the editor now. <laughs> that, and it was hard to compete with. I mean, it was the same thing as the Ford, arguably, arguably um, an uglier car than the Fiesta was. And it just and it was it, uglier, but it was yeah. fucking awesome to drive. Uh, Ryan Kelly says, I bought a former Cadillac V-Series Performance Lab and Academy car. It has a branded title due to this. It, is, it does, however, have low mileage, just under 12,000 miles. It's a wagon. It's a six-speed manual. It's Recaro seats, and it's no sunroof. So it's kind of a unicorn. Yeah. Even though it has a branded title, will it hold its value? I wanted one so bad it didn't matter about the title. I just hope it doesn't what does he come mean and a branded me. title? I think he means like it's salvaged or something. Well, it could be like when a dealer can't sell their car and they just kind of pass it off as unsold new. Or maybe it's like uh, where it was like fleet vehicle because I had my GTO was technically a fleet vehicle yeah because it belonged to a dealership as like their loaner car. Um, if he, but if he maybe means, that's, I, I don't know what it exactly means by brand, yeah. so it's hard to answer that. Right, right. Because I mean, salvage title doesn't apps doesn't always mean the end of the world. In that car, I think it would be though. I think you a think salvage so? title would destroy the value of that. Um, just because when you salvage a, a CTSV, that means you've got to really thoroughly bugger the thing up. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, um, maybe. That said, if it is just like, if it's a similar mark to like a fleet vehicle or something like that, and that's all that's all, and that's that's that kind of stigma, Right. I think yeah, you're fine. I think fine. that's a that's a car that I would 
hold on to it. Right. And that's, yeah. that's a fantastic car. No, my, answer, my actual answer is, yeah, it's going to ruin the title. Call me in five years, and I will take it off your hands for the appropriate low value because it's worth nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is that you're a lucky man. The CTSVs across the board are actually holding their value particularly well. I was kind of hoping that they like the floor fell out on them so I could pick one up cheap. Right. But they no, haven't. I mean, that, but I think the first gen CTSV sedans, the value was already pretty low. And I think they're just that you can scoop them up for nothing. The first gens, I think you can pick up a good one for like 15, 16. Yeah. I, yeah and I think that's like, that's a good one, and that's like, and those were quirky you can talk as fuck. On. Yeah, um, but the second gens, especially if you can find a coupe or a uh, or a or a uh, wagon, uh, they're hard to find across the board with manuals. So many people bought them with options because they're fucking suck. Um, <laughs> You're fucking suck. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to find them with manual. If you've got a manual second gen CTSV of any sort, be kind to that. Thing. Yeah, Damn. or don't. <laughs> Just enjoy it. <laughs> Drive it till the fucking thing falls apart. Uh, I love that car. Love the wagon so much. Um, so congrats. You have a great car. Hopefully, whatever branding is on your title, hit us up on Twitter, and we'll try to answer the question As better. cool as I think the new car is, I kind of like that second gen maybe a little more. I mean, I haven't spent any time in the in the third the gen yet. The new one's supposed to be just absolutely unreal. It's crazy. But, I mean, 640 it's horsepower. Still, it's... <laughs> Bigger still, and I like smaller cars. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not that CTSVs were ever I was small. Just get an but. ATSV. Um, so, uh, what are the any updates on your cars? Or same situation as last? Uh, week? I've actually started getting things together for the vet. So that's actually I'm going to start working on that right when I get back from SEMA. I'm going to see if I can get somebody to donate a head and cam package while I'm at SEMA. Good luck. Uh, I mean, SEMA is the place to find it. Yeah, I'll see if I can get some sponsorship. So you'll be seeing some build videos that will be coming out on Hooniverse at some point. Uh, So the first that will go in there is I'll get the seats done. uh, So I'll do an install video of those. And then from there, brakes. Video will be 30 seconds. Undo these bolts. Then put them back on with the new seats. Remove seats. (laughs) Put new seats in. Reverse reverse of, uh, yeah. Yeah, Enjoy. (laughs) Reverse of installation. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then I spent, uh, I spent Sunday tuning the suspension on the Fiesta a little bit, went up to the cool. canyons and screwed around and, um, I tightened up the rear damping a little bit and now it rotates again before it was so neutral that it kind of lost a little of its character, but I tightened it up. So it kicks it out a bit more. Awesome. And, um, it's yeah. fun. That's a rad car. Cool. That is a very rad car. Yeah. Um, so let me see what else. Oh, next week uh, I won't be here on Monday, which is the day we normally record, even though you listen on Wednesday, because um, I'm doing the Camaro drive next week. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Yes. I am fully prepared. So there's going to be a, a number of us in the one location who have to drive to the other location. And I've heard that they have a hat, and they make you pick out of the hat to see which keys you get. Some of the cars are V6s. I, if, someone, if, if I get a V6... I am fully prepared to bribe the shit out of whoever gets a V8 and because I don't want to drive the fucking V6. Even though it has 300 horsepower, even though I will still do burnouts and drifts in it, I need the V8. I need the big motor. I mean, it's a Camaro. Watch. Mommy bloggers are going to get all the V8s. <laughs> I, will, I will make sure Sam smooths, sweet talks them and we get the fucking v8 oh that's right sam's going with you yes drift idiot yeah yeah he's a he's a smooth fucking operator you're good yeah you're fine (laughs) so anybody listening to this hit me up on twitter or facebook and tell us where you think sam and i should stop between orlando and new orleans now i'm not going to say we're going to do it because we don't have a ton of time i think you should stop at sema 
<laughs> I don't think we can make it there and back. We have to be in New Orleans like a day and a half later to make like 5 p.m. flights or something like that, a day after we start. Yeah. See, I thought we originally had to like wake up Tuesday morning and fucking get to New Orleans by that night. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. We have to we have to wake up, drive, find a hotel somewhere between uh, Orlando and New Orleans, then wake up and finish yeah, the drive. Yeah, I mean it's not a short drive, but it's no, but we it's so much long more time enough. now. Like yeah. if we went straight through, we could just haul ass and do it in nine hours. But we have to stop. We have to shoot the car. We have to visit places. You know, so uh, oh, yeah. just. Everybody listening, if you have ideas, you know the area, tell us where to start. we got to talk to Mr. Farrah after this because we got somewhere where you can go and probably have a good deal of fun with the car. Is it is it on it's the way? It's on the way. Okay. It is on the way. Is it a rally place that he was recently yes, at? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, then we do have to talk to him. Um, that's definitely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam already asked me, he's like, can we do like burnouts and stuff? I was like, we just have to make sure that we just can't Jonathan Klein the car <laughs> and return it with nothing on yes, the rear end. No Kleining. Um, so there has to be some rubber. Though I was thinking it'd be funny if we like create a budget and then arrive be like, and they go, "Why are the new- rear tires brand new?" I'm like, no, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, Camaro drive next week. You I'm- know what you do? Oh, see if they have spares in them, right? And just run on the spare. <laughs> Take somebody else's spare. Get somebody else's spare. <laughs> <laughs> then we see them on the side of the road later and be like, "Oh, sorry, I don't know what happened." Whatever. That would be awesome. That would be really, really awesome. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I'm good for those. These are probably all pre-production cars anyway. so um, They're going to get crushed. Right, right, right. So, yeah, um, that's where we're at. Now uh, Now's the time where you get to do your social media and shout engine plugs. Uh, so, as usual, you'll find me at Twitter on, on you know, saying things at Hayes Data, uh, me making fun of awful cars that I see in Malibu, uh, like that Viper with the gold stickers on it that the owner should be just ashamed of. Ew. Um, so, and then uh, I will be at SEMA all this coming week. Um, I'll be there Monday through Thursday because fuck that last day of SEMA because it's awful. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll be at the Magnaflow booth. So we'll be recording with a bunch of different people for this show. And uh, Larry Casilla will be there doing his show. And Jason Connor will be there doing his show. And Bradley. I, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley. Brownell, not Brown, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, I know. Brain fried. Fucking American Brain. Sniper's going to yeah, be I know. There. The American Sniper. Uh, actually, now he's just the chef that yells at people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't believe that's a movie. Um, <laughs> so we'll be there doing SEMA thing with Shout Engine. Uh, and uh, we've got... So I just brokered a new bandwidth deal, and our prices are going to be much cheaper. You're going to be... You would have to be... Like a hundred times. The Nerdist podcast? You would not quite Nerdist, but close. Do close. they really go through that much data? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, to give you an idea, <laughs> right now we're doing about 25 to 30 terabytes a month in total on Shout Engine. Okay. So we're going to, we got some plans to grow. Um, what do we do? Do you know? Off the top of my head, I don't know. I'd have to Damn. add it up. That's a, that's a lot of turtle bites. It's a lot of turtle bites. Uh, <laughs> Yo, how many turtle bites I give with my Shout Engine podcast? <laughs> give me them turtle bites, man. About 500,000? I got a new hard drive. We've got tons of turtle bites. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Uh, Harrison, where can people find you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just my name, Harrison Burdan. Um, Spell it, the last B-E-R-D-A-N. name. B-E-R-D-A-N. Perfect. Otherwise, I'm pretty, pretty quiet. Just like on a podcast. <laughs> no shit. You did say some things tonight, though. Could, Getting could work. slightly yeah. more comfortable on bike. A little bit. Golf club. We got to cut him. Um, I mean, cut him a little slack. He's by far the youngest member of the team here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like uh, 
when uh, Harry Doyle passes out in the uh, Major League movie and he hands the mic to the other announcer. Yeah. Hit. Caught. <laughs> um, yeah, because hey, you were damn near bored uh, late late nineties, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, gross. Yeah, um, <laughs> gross. I graduated high school in ninety eight. Yeah. I'm an old man though, with many gray hairs and a baby. So, uh, okay. So follow me on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff. Follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker. Go to our Facebook page, Facebook dot com slash universe go to our youtube channel please subscribe i want to get that number higher our subscriber count uh youtube.com whatever we're the universe on there uh and uh, that's about it but also don't forget to go to itunes and rate and review the podcast we're doing really well thanks to all all y'all uh i have to get ready for the reviews Orlando. really all really y'all. help yeah y'all y'all they're so good y'all i can't wait to drive that dang old camaro ding dang ding 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 um, ding 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 yeah. ding try not to get shot in the south sonny uh shit now i want to cruise through louisiana and get some authentic new orleans food though that's gonna be awesome uh but yeah so expect tons of sema shit expect some camaro stuff and then oh i got an aston martin this weekend because i always get him but oh thursday um, you're listening to this Wednesday, so tomorrow I'm going to drive. There's a new spec series that launched called the EXR Racing Series, and they're going to be on Fontana letting us sample their spec series cars. It's supposed to be like way more affordable spec racing. Is it by the Exotics Racing people? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't. They're based in Vegas, so maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah. Okay, so it's two yep. chassis cars that look vaguely BMW GT3 ish okay. with uh-huh. uh, like. Very manageable motors, maybe like 300 horsepower cars. Um, and I think if you want to do one race, it's five grand for a full race, yep. which is way cheaper than that. You know, that's not cheap, in relic, but to race in a spec racing series, that's yes. so cheap. Yeah, Exotics Racing were the, were the guys that had us out to drive. Uh, I had the new Turbo when it was the 991 Turbo before it had really been out everywhere. Uh, Thad had the four five eight, and yeah, they they had us out. They were good to us. Then go see them. They they make fun stuff happen. Yeah. So they, I I, um, I don't know if it's them, but it sounds like it could be them. I, yeah, I'm fairly certain. Um. So I either way, I'm supposed to do that uh, Thursday, and I can't wait. It should be awesome. So you hear about that too, and we'll have video. Blah 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 blah. So there you go. Uh, episode one twenty six. We will see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>